0: Welcome to Down in the Den, it's your boy Mars, and thank you for joining us on today's episode. Today is a combo episode, we're going to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong, and we're going to talk about the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let's get ready. So Godzilla vs. Kong, this is the big mashup movie that we've been waiting for, for some time. The Godzilla or Monsterverse, or or whatever they're actually calling it, they keep making these movies, and apparently they keep making enough profit to warrant sequels. But I am just not a big fan. It's hard to have the human element inserted in what is essentially a huge keiju battle. Uh, I've seen Skull Allen, I've seen both Godzilla movies. And I really, really wanted to like this movie. But honestly, it was just a mess. Just a mess. And I get that there's supposed to be this whole alpha battle for Keiju monsters and Kong and the whole matchup battle. But it it just there were so many elements that seemed unnecessary. In this movie, it wasn't even very memorable. I watched it twice, and with my notes, I had to literally put in my notes, "blah blah blah." Monsters don't like each other. Godzilla hit, but Kong has acts question mark question mark. So it's just it it just wasn't good, and and it's a shame because they have some really good actors in the movie. But once again, it's very hard to put the human element. The whole Millie Bobby Brown subplot. With uh, the character Brian Michael, uh, Brian Taller. He's from uh, Eternals in Atlanta. He's uh, been in Joker. It's been in a lot of movies. Great actor. Uh, but the whole subplot was just completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. They discovered nothing because at the end of the day, they never stopped Mecha Godzilla. And the whole subplot with Kong never being defeated, finally being. Bested by Kong. It, 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 I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. And hopefully, this ends the monster verse that started with uh, Godzilla a few years ago, and and I hope it ends here because it just wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. Moving on, let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They are really hitting the zenith of uh, this series. The first two episodes I really enjoyed. Uh, They had nice action pieces in each episode, nice character beats in each episode. But this is the episode that actually felt, to me, like a Marvel movie. It gave me a bit of the Black Panther vibes when T'Challa and uh, Koye and um, Lupita's character, which I'm so sorry, I can't remember, when they were going to uh, Korea, I believe, and going to the club scene where they were looking for Claw, it gave me images of that Madripoor as this underground city. Those who don't know much about Madripoor, it's a huge, huge uh, X-Men location, uh, which kind of leads to some speculation that it's going to play a bigger role in the future. But it was a really, really, really great episode. Uh, So let's go ahead and recap it, because once again, Kong, I'm going to give that one out of five stars. Awful. I do not recommend it. But let's talk about Captain uh, America spinoff Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because this series so far is better than WandaVision to me. It, It really is in every way, and I love WandaVision, but the bar they're setting here with, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is really just unbelievable and everyone involved. Kudos to them. Uh, We pick up with Daniel Brühl's Zemo character um, confronted by Bucky. Bucky arranges or helps to start a prison break and it was very usual suspect style how he's telling Sam exactly what if can happen by the time he finishes the story. We see Daniel Zemo walk through the character. We also realized that uh, they've adjusted the character a little bit, and I do like this adjustment with the character. Um, we didn't really see much of the royalty vibe that we saw in Civil War, but now it's full out. We realize he's rich, he's royalty. We see the mask, we see the golden gun, we see the jacket that has similar flares. We're getting more of a traditional comic Version of Zemo, and that's one thing that I'm really, really looking forward to with these series. It's allowing the character development to really get the characters where we need it. We see it with Wanda now being uh, Wanda, now being called the Scarlet Witch. Really, everything that has been prior to that was her origin story, and now we complete the origin story. We finally get an uh, actual proper Scarlet Witch. We're seeing that here in Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well, the development of these characters. We're going to get a fully fleshed-out Winter Soldier and a fully fleshed-out Falcon, which I believe will involve to one of them taking the mantle. Originally, I thought it was all about Anthony Mackie's Falcon taking the mantle of Captain America, and I still think that's a distinct and most likely possibility. But there were some lines that Bucky had in the series, where he said he would take the shield himself, and I love how Zemo is literally playing the two against each other. He is moving into my <clears throat> top uh, three villains in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was already in my top five along with Thanos and Killmonger and Loki, um, but he is now slowly slipping past Killmonger and maybe in my top three. So, uh, good job so far. Uh, We see them go to Madripoor, and the city is everything that we thought it would be. I thought it was some excellent character beats between the three characters as Bucky has had to slip back in the Winter Soldier role, and Falcon has to go undercover as uh, Smiling Tiger, I believe, which is also a character from the uh, X-Men and Mutant Universe, which I thought was really neat. And I also thought it was really neat how they had... Uh, the line about how it smells like acid, if you know anything about Baron Zemo's character, the reason he wears the big purple mask is because his face has been deformed by acid. So I thought that was a nice touch. Madripoor looked amazing. It looked like a dangerous city that I'd see on a Viceland special. And I thought that was very, very cool. Uh, didn't see any mutants there, although there were some weird looking characters I uh, didn't really expect any mutants there. I, I don't think we're going to truly see any mutants in the Phase 4 series, only hints. Uh, and I think we'll see mutants actually debut in Phase 5. But uh, there were some Easter eggs all throughout the series that led to mutants. We also saw the development of uh, Carly uh, and the rest of the Flat Smashers taking a more violent stance with their activism, which is showing more lines of gray. We didn't have too much of uh, John Walker's Captain America and Battlestar, but the few scenes that we did have, we see that he's getting more and more crazy and more off hinge. You saw when he got spat in his face that he was this close to losing it, and he even said, we're going to kind of play off the books moving forward. I got a feeling that he's going to get the one of those samples of the super soldier serum. And that's going to take him to the dark side, complete it to the dark side. So mark my words, I do believe that's the fate. We also saw who was making this serum, Dr. Nagel, who is also from the comic book. They just kind of time jumped him to make him uh, age appropriate. We also saw uh, that... We know that there's uh, some serum left, I believe 12. They said it was 20. Carly stole eight, and there's 12 left. So we we know that that's going to play into this. And uh, once again, Zemo has just just really stolen every scene. And uh, they have some very capable and charismatic actors in this series. But Zemo, in his first full episode, every scene that he was in, he just chewed it up. And you could see that he was having a really good time. It was a slight twist of his character from Civil War. and Civil War, I felt the approach was a little bit more grounded. But it's an evolution that I could certainly still see in line with his character and works for me 100%. And um, I'm hoping he is a character that's going to stick around uh, throughout Phase 4 and maybe even to the future. I think we're past the point where we have these one-and-done villains, like a Whiplash or Ironmonger, where they're there for one movie, and then they disappear. I think moving forward, we'll see these villains get defeated, but still stay on, because we have the ability now to really just open it up, and we don't really want to dispose of characters like we've done before. And it has been rumored that many characters from Phase 1 will be getting revisited in phase four. So we're we're hoping to see some of the characters that didn't pass away, like Abomination, like the leader, like someone uh from uh or uh the character from Iron Man to uh Justin Hammer. Someone like that, uh, we hope to see back and I think this is definitely building towards uh, a Thunderbolt. So I think the power broker will be Thunderbolt Ross. The show uh, also confirmed what we thought the blood that they experimented on from Isaiah Bradley was the sample that led to this new super soldier serum. So we know that we'll probably see him coming back in the future. And then Sharon Carter, I mean, she went full John Wick. On this episode, she was never my favorite character in the series. I didn't think she had a lot to do, but the character develop over this time, I'm assuming that she wasn't blipped, and she's really been on the run for the last five or six years in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and tend to have made herself really uh, profitable, but I still believe she's on the side of right. She's known as the second best spy in the comic books besides Nick Fury, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if we find out she's not a double or triple agent moving forward into the series. They kind of lead you to believe that she's a power broker, but I certainly don't think that's the case. I think she's working for someone that's working for someone. But uh overall I give the episode a five out of five stars. It was amazing. The first perfect episode in my opinion since the beginning of the Disney Plus series. First episode five out of five stars and I highly Highly recommend it. So uh, that is our recap of Kong and uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in under 20 minutes. We thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please like, subscribe. We're available everywhere, podcasts. And also, please check out Mars, M-A-R-Z Entertainment on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is up and running. Episode one of Politics Unusual is up and running. Please check that out. We have more content coming very, very soon. So as always, thank you for listening Down in the Den. It's your boy, Mars. Deuces.